Did you watch Tiger King, Josh? You know it happened in Oklahoma, where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah right. that's right. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Have you no. ever seen Joe Exotic? No, I'm oh, fool with that. I know, yeah. I know what it is. Though. You ain't never been to that zoo? Nah, 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 nah. nah. Oh, for sure would have went. Nah, nah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, Bucketheads? It's your girl, Chanel Gwimakay, and we are back with another quarantined episode edition of Certified Buckets, the Can't Miss NBA podcast for... Ballers. By... Ballers. For Ballers by Ballers, brought to you by Uninterrupted and released exclusively on Spotify every Tuesday. It's your girl, as I said, Chanel Gwimakay, and I am officially Queen Latifah, ready to set it off on today's podcast. Because I got them cornrow braids. Sheesh. I'm in my feelings, mm. and I'm joined by the quarantine king, Nick Young. What up, what up? Chilling. <laughs> my mood is a little messed up these days. Why? He's he not good inside the house, man. And of course, that's the lovely voice of Mimosa Poppy. Yeah, you already know. I guess I'm quarantine Poppy right now. So, you know, just uh, maintaining, struggling over here myself, got to... Got to bun it up and shit, but I, I'm not. I'm not cutting my hair until all this is done. So I'm gonna come out looking like Jason Momoa. Nick, you went on IG Live and your barber helped. You. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Were you scared? Uh, no, nah, because I knew if I messed up, I was gonna. This is gonna grow back by the time I get out. <laughs> get out. Yeah, I feel. I guess a perfect time right now would be learn how to fade myself. All right. I need to do that too. I'm gonna have to get my. Uh, fucking you about barber. to cut your hair oh. though? Off. I mean, oh, I, I, at some point, I'm gonna wanna. You know. I noticed you got a lot of wine behind you, though. You don't drink hard liquor? Yeah, that's yeah, a lot of liquor. I do. I do. You and know, there's vodka, like a- Cavassier and stuff. Ooh. That ain't been open. That messed me up when I was in Cabo, so I don't do it. Oh, dang. So you got Actually, I was in stuff. Tulum. Y'all, ah. that stuff over there hits different. It do, man. They, they still <laughs> coming straight from the ground over there. Nick saw me right after Tulum. I was in <laughs> rare form. Well, I was like, what's wrong with your eyes? <laughs> What the fuck is wrong? All right. No, make sure you guys follow our podcast exclusively on Spotify. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, at Certified Buckets. No vowels in the word buckets. No U, no E. Everyone gets a pass today. So make sure you drop a comment. Coming up on today's show, what do we have, Nick? You got my man Josh Richardson in the building. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And then we talk about... Well, we're talking about him switching sides on a rivalry, obviously, being from Miami, and now he's in where he need to be. Philly, Illadale, bombs of a bag. To, oh, I don't know. If it's, you know it's I am done with Outcast. you already, Sharonis. And I'm looking forward to him talking about D-Wade as well, so might as well get to it. I hope everyone's staying safe, washing your hands, staying quarantined, <laughs> keeping social distance. Mm-hmm. But guess what? In the interim, we're going to give you guys a really fun show. We have a special guest. But first, we got to take a quick time out because our mans is back. Mm. Insecure is back. Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah. This Sunday. Take it away, Sharonis. April 12th. Yeah. The, you know, Insecure is back. They um picking up things where they left off. Um, I mean, man, before I even joined the cast, I was a huge fan of the show. So, I mean... For me, especially right now, perfect time. You know what I mean? Like this, this will, you know, it's communal, communal watching too, especially for like black folks and stuff. Get on Twitter and be talking about it. But I mean, everybody seems tends to love the show. I've had so many different type of people come up to me, you know, whether like when I was in the Bay, I had all these like Filipinos coming up to me and stuff like that. If I'm in like, you know, I've had old white couples come up to me and, and talk wow. to me about it, give me their whole like theory on my character and stuff. So, uh yeah no it's fun I can't I can't wait to tap back into that. They, I was just they thinking about that. Do you think like do you think people it's more money now than like how the theaters the movie theaters is now on TV? You think they make more money mm. in house than like per the episode right? Yeah. With theaters though they're struggling right now obviously because nobody's going to the movie theaters. That's a different revenue for theaters themselves. Now the products themselves for the people that mm. are releasing it, yeah, I mean it's right now it's kind of like, I mean obviously they're able to gain a lot because people need entertainment. The also good thing that's coming out of this because there can only be so much content right now. Like who knows how long this things last? People are gonna burn through so much content, so by the time we come out of here, people are gonna need more. You know what I mean? So that's gonna be a good time when we're leaving this for people to like get their stuff greenlit and come out of it and be like. You know, hey, we uh, need something. Ask, what do you have? Do you think they make more money out of it? But that, but that, that comes with that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, saying. 
they you know saying like you know how they be making views. like a hundred million in a week, right? Will they make that inside the house? They could, but the thing is, those those movies that make a hundred million in a week are usually your big blockbuster movies, and they're never gonna release that on the TV. They're gonna wait for you to mm. get out and go and see it in the theaters. Because, like I said, it's a different lane of revenue. They make it there, and then they sell it, and they put on the uh, on the streaming service. Tell us something you've learned, and as this like season unfolds, from Issa Rae, and then I'm gonna go to Yvonne, and then Jay. Well, with Issa, I mean, since ever since I joined the show, like me and Issa, gotten real close. Like that's my road dog. One of the major things she ever said was network across and not up, especially for people that are like trying to come up. Because let's just say in um. In the sports broadcasting world or commentary or whatever it is, that's like trying to come up and you're like trying to work with like, oh, I'm going to reach out to Stephen A. Smith, you know, and like or all these type of people. You know how many people are reaching out to them and you know how many people want to work with them, you know, so they're they're not, you know, they're not going to obviously respond to everybody. Jay Ellis was the only one that had something that people knew of before. And that was basically only the game, though. And even him, he wasn't even Mm -hmm. like huge then. Everybody on a show has blown up because of Insecure. Issa networked across, worked with people that that was accessible to her. For me, that's what I learned where I'm like, oh yeah, like if I want to make a, a short film or something, there's a, I know there's a DP that's grinding that hasn't had the opportunity yet. I know that there's an editor, lighting guy, you know, and we could make something together. Jay Ellis taught me like how like move and handle, because in one moment, you know, nobody knows you. And then when that season drops and it's a hit show, the next minute, you know what I'm saying? There's a certain, like, there's a flip of the switch and he kind of taught me how to really handle that and the way he handles people moves, like, um, very, very intelligent guy. So, I mean, yeah, I learned a lot from everybody on the show. Prentice Penny, our um, our showrunner, director, writer, he has a movie on Netflix called Corked right now. I learned so much from these people for, I'm really grateful that I have been a part of that. What is the one thing we can be excited for this next season of Insecure? Since this is a trailer, it's not a spo- spoiler. Like, I think people have been in a situation before where they were with one person and then after that was done, they gained interest in someone, but, you know, that person knows their ex, you know, or was friends with their ex or some way. So there's a storyline that happens like that with um, Lawrence and Issa, you know, and there's a per- person in, in common um, that they have. And I think that's what I'm excited for, that storyline, and just, just to see how everything unfolds with them. Let's go. Everybody tune in on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we've got a very, very special guest that has joined us in our quarantine edition of Certified Buckets. We have Josh Richardson in the building. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for having me. He's ready to kick someone's butt. On 2K or Fortnite, he's got that. the microphone. Are you in a 2K tournament? Nah, I'm a uh, FIFA man. Ah, that's what's up. FIFA, that's all what's day. up. Respect, respect. Did yeah. you play soccer growing up? Nah, I should have though. Yeah, I always. I play now. Basketball. I got I got a group of homies that like really played when they was younger. One's Russian. One, two of them is Brazilian. Oh, we up. Uh, oh, so they really play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Really, Not American, really, they really yeah. play. Nah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for joining us. Obviously, you're having your, well, I don't know what the status of the season is, but first year, your first run with Philly, obviously before in Miami, also out of the University of Tennessee. I used to follow oh, you yeah. guys because my boy Tobias Harris, which is cool oh, to yeah. reconnect, right? So, so like, we're going to get to everything, your career. We've been really, mm-hmm. you know, proud of you, watching you play. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, we got to ask you, are you going to like watch Insecure this Sunday because we're all supporting <laughs> Sharonis. I feel like I really need to like catch up on it before I quick start watches. watching the new ones. Quick watches. Eight episode seasons, half hour, quick. How many seasons <laughs> are there? This is the fourth one coming out this Sunday. And how many days are till Sunday? What is Monday right now? Question. I got a week. You got a week. I might be able to make that. Are you in- <laughs> Good. Quarantine, quarantine, six days, four seasons. Yeah, easy, easy, bro. Like I said, quick so watches. you're talking about Miami, and now you are in Philly. Uh, I feel like that's a big change <laughs> from the beach to not even close, man. Yeah, Philly. Sure. How have you adjusted? It's it's really not that. It's not as bad as I thought it would be, though. For real, like honestly, I thought I was gonna be like like missing Miami so much just right. from living here and everything. But yeah. Philly's actually cool. Like where I live at, it's it's a lot of like little bars, restaurants around the corners. Nice. It's cold though. That's my thing. Yeah, man. It's cold. It, it's hard. <laughs> it's cold. Man, it's different, man. Yeah. No, nah, it's smooth. Though. The people here is cool. Like. Mm-hmm. 
Huge sports town, though. Like, one yeah. time, I was in the airport, and uh, I didn't have no Philly stuff on or nothing. I was just like, you know, I'd be incognito, and I'd be mm-hmm. in public. And so, this dude that was working at the restaurant was like, yeah, you're Josh Richardson. And I hadn't played a game yet. I was like, yeah. Oh, shit. And so, this dad walks up and was like, Jay Rich, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, nice to meet you. And he has his son with him, and he's like, hey, son, tell him to kick the Celtics ass this year. And I was like, oh, yeah. And the kid was like like five years old. And I was like, yo, he, he, you yeah, don't have no. to repeat that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a trick. That's a trick. The fans be going crazy out there, boy. Like, Boo, like, you're trash. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Joe. The sports culture, that's priority. You know what I'm saying? It's Eagles. You know, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, all that. Like, that's just, that's that's the culture there. So that's what you do, that, you know, throughout the year. It's like Philly fans almost, there's like almost nothing like them for real. They're, they're, they're crazy. What's the craziest fan encounter you have had or seen? Because we've seen some fights from y'all. We've seen mm. some dance moves in the middle of the game from y'all. Mm. I'm talking about your boys, Joel Embiid <laughs> and company, Ben Simmons and them. Yeah. What? I mean, even it was like a moment when Ben hit that three. That whole arena looks crazy. Shit. What is the craziest fan encounter you've had in Philly? Oh man, when Ben when Ben hit the when Ben was about to pull up for the three, honestly, like <laughs> in preseason, it was like everybody. Was first of all, was like, "This is the year where Ben's gonna like start shooting threes. I'm like, Ben doesn't nope. need to shoot. Like he doesn't have to shoot threes. Right, but everybody's right. like, we need to shoot threes. Yeah. And so like he had it at the end of the game. We're up by like forty, and everybody's just looking at him like. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting on the wing like, yeah. and then he pulled up and switched it. Yeah, yo, everybody went. We lost it was, it. yeah, and that was like my third game here, and I was like, yeah, this, oh, is, gonna okay. be, this okay. is gonna be very interesting. Yeah, hey, do they be on his head about shooting threes? Like, like the yeah, players, like oh, the players. Oh, we, I was like, I, he don't need to do that to me. He's six ten and he's yeah. the fastest dude on the court at all right. times. Like, he's super athletic. That's crazy. Come on, man. Athletic. Sometimes if I see like an open one, I'll be like, yo, yeah, keep your eyes bad. open. Yeah. But I mean, with a guy like that, what are you really going to tell him? Is he shooting him in like practice and stuff? Like knowing to be ready? After, you know, pregame shooting rounds and stuff, like he shoots with us. Like he shoots threes with me and Joel, like after shooting rounds sometimes and he makes it like at a good clip. But, you know, it's different going from practice to live practice even and then going to the game so it's it's a process he's only been in the league for like what three years the only time it really gets me is when I see him pass it to Jojo in the post and then when Jojo passes it out because they're, then they crowd Jojo and then they, he, they pass it out then there's just no thought of even like keeping it honest and I'm like that would be a great time for them to at least at least halfway close out just to so you get it right back to judge on him do his thing. That'd be the only time I'm like, to me, that 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 would be helpful. You know, I'm not saying like, look, man, like we said, this nigga's a seven foot point guard. You don't need old boy to be out there trying to be a sniper, bro. He he could get to the cup at will. But Nick, that's Nick the only do you time see I'm how Sharonis is so excited? Like he's like giddy, like a bro, little kid. No, bro, you know, all right, all right, all right, all right for the team. You know, <laughs> y'all told you we crazy. He's turning pink a little bit on the cheeks, Nick. Nah, it's just because it's hot in here, bro. You know, my my AC broke. Josh, how have you been handling quarantine? I've been chilling. I be in the house anyway. Yeah, I don't be active, so it haven't been that bad. But my worst part is like I can't work out. Like I, the facilities are closed. Like yeah, I've never yeah. had to work out at the crib before, so it's like right. something different. Yeah. Like I went on a run yesterday, took my dog with me. He's crazy, <laughs> but like it was like the first time I really ever just got up and be like, you know, what? I don't think I'm gonna go on a run. <laughs> so it's like it's different. Yeah. You in Miami or you in Philly? I'm in Philly. I'm, I'm going to Miami tomorrow, actually. Ooh, you ready to travel? I was surprised that you in Philly. Honestly, I, I would have got to Miami. PJ. PJ. Hey. Yes, sir. You know, Gotta be smart about that. Gotta be smart about <laughs> it. Yeah. Same. Has your team been in communication while y'all been in quarantine? Like, are you guys still group chatting or how's it working? Yeah, yeah. We still talk. Um, send funny videos. And then we've we had a couple, like, Meetings with like Elton Brand and stuff, like coach just talking to us. I mean, I think everybody's just kind of so up in the air right now. Like, it's not really much we can say to each other. Right. So, like, we talk back and forth, but it's, it's really just like everybody's kind of waiting. So, Josh, what do you do to pass the time? I know you are like obviously FIFA. What else? Uh, I listen to a lot of music. Um, I pretty much always got music playing in the house. Mm-hmm. Making, I like, I make a lot of playlists. Dang, um, I got a little DJ controller over there. I be messing with sometimes. DJ mm-hmm. Josh, what's your name? I don't know yet. We got to figure something out. It's in beta right now. 
It's gonna be okay. 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 All right, we're yeah. testing it out. All right, guys. Yeah. To see what hits. To see what yeah. hits. Man. Start DJing though. Honestly, I mean, you was in the league, so you know yeah. like how much free time we got. It, that's that's dangerous, bro. Like just just really yeah. just so you just said, you know, I'm about to start DJing. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I got all the tunes. Every time I get in the car, everybody's just throwing me the ox chord. Yeah, so I was like, sure. Same. Yo, oh, I'm, you're the ox man. I'm the ox chord mm-hmm. man. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So what are you thinking about these IG live battles, Josh? Like, oh, you know, yeah. the music. Fire. Who who Fire, is like, right? okay, the first one, Jonte and um who else? Why am Neo. I blanking? Jonte and Neo. Neo. T Pain. The T Pain one was dope. Manny yeah. Fresh and uh, Scott Storch. See, I didn't like that one because Scott Storch was playing songs that he just added a key in or like wrote. Manny was playing songs he produced, produced. Like, I'm like, That's Scott, true. you ain't produced that. I know who produced that. You That's know true. what I mean? So but they both that was got only, hits, But though. they, yeah, they had a long list for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I like the Timberland and Swiss beat. I said that. I didn't think, I felt bad. I was like, Swiss can't. Swiss can't be there with Timberland like that. Timberland bags deep. Swiss is great, but Timberland he wasn't had a wow. deepest bag out there. But I said the only two that could really battle for it for King is gonna be Timberland, Pharrell, or you know Ooh. Neptunes, whatever. That they they'd have to go head to head because Swiss Beats is in that now. No, he's up there. <laughs> he's a top five. He probably t- top seven ever. But you know what I'm saying, like top five. But come on, Timberland, Timberland. But what beats have Pharrell really did? Pharrell what? got some stuff, bro. Snoop Pharrell beautiful, drop it like it's hot. His own song, fronting, like bro, he done all y'all grande did. songs. He like, like, Pharrell produces too. Pharrell just a, a cold nigga. He produces Omarion too. Touch, he is, like, that's, a fact. Just a cold, that's a fact. Just, yeah. a fact. So you yeah. just gonna put him in top ten just because he's a cold dude? I'm gonna nah. say he ain't. He ain't His music. got more heat than than Swiss. The Beast Justin so Timberlakes, the those songs alone, nigga. You don't even. I don't, you know what, Come nigga? On, I'm not about to talk to you about this. You're about to get me mad, bro. We got to guess. Because he probably just started following <laughs> for real. I've been following for real since the 90s. Obviously, you 90s. haven't, bro. He's been producing since 92. All right, so what BC got then? Tell me two, five <laughs> songs you know right now. Five songs besides Bruh, fronting that Jay. everybody. You don't tell me say besides and then you, so I already, and I already named Nerd? you. I'm just saying. Lemon? Huh? Yeah, the Rihanna stuff? Lemon and stuff like that. I, I already told you Snoop Dogg classics he already have. Beautiful. Name Drop it okay. like it's hot. And even Ooh. um, you should smoke with me. Dinner, did Pharrell produce? Dinner, did, come he produce on. Less, did he produce? Let's get blown. Yes. Me? Come on, man. Come on. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. This That's nigga, nigga you get me mad. He's produced. Come on, man. You name it. I went about Britney Spears, bro. And I'm talking about he did Britney Spears toxic, bro. That was a pop. Any hit. of those songs is better Ooh. than um. <laughs> Swiss beats, dun 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 dun. So you say, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. You can't just throw just because he about to get me mad. He hotter than Swiss beats right now in the street. Right now, forever, bro. Swiss beats has all my respect, but come on, man. Come on, man. For real, the legend. What about the clips grinding, man? When the last time you heard it like this, all that shit. What are you talking about, man? He ain't got more hits than Swiss beats and Kanye. All right, can I tell you something? They do, and I did the research. So that's how you're already wrong. <laughs> you're already wrong. Kanye got more Grammys, but Pharrell got more number one hits. Josh, tell Josh me. Is the who got a deeper here. bag, Pharrell or Swizz? Please, bro. And really think about it. And really think about it. Pharrell touches all genres. He touches all. He's done rock, alternative, pop, R&B, and hip hop. So honestly, I'm biased. Because Pharrell is like... Pharrell and Donald Glover are my two favorite humans, like on the earth. Because you got so like, taste. Because you have taste. That's all. That's ain't no wrong with having I'm taste. I'm a man with taste. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not wrong with that. But they both like. Uh, no, Swiss uh, got all my respect in the world. I'm not saying I love Pharrell. I got my style for real. Pharrell's been around, been somebody I looked up to since forever. I just don't Same. like that. The fact you threw Swiss beats out of the conversation. You really gotta see. I really gotta see beat for beat that they take that chance. I just it. can't throw them out. We can do our own little personal battle when all this is done. I'll send you music. You send me what Swiss produced, I'll send you what Pharrell produced. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> we can uh, do that. CC me on that. <laughs> okay, guys, in, this, in this spirit, I got inspired. So we're gonna do our own version of the IG Live battles, but we're gonna make it hoop edition. So I'm gonna oh, let oh, you two nice. go first. It's gonna go with Nick, then Sharonis, cool. and then you in. will be. Wait, what's wrong? I don't want to be in. Nah, Nick don't want don't want the backlash on Twitter, even though he talks shit on Twitter. Y'all too in it. That's all he does. He's <laughs> nah. like, I don't want it. Next thing you know, it's on Twitter. And the whole world talking about it. Right, no, so he, he, he wants to save it for his Twitter page. All right, I, IG Live battles. <laughs> it, the battle of handles. 
Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving. If it was an IG Live, those two handles. I'm well. I'll I'll save myself for last. Nick, who do you got? For what? Who do you got, Sharonis? Steph or Kyrie? Kyrie. I I say Kyrie. Sharonis sure. goes Kyrie. I feel like Josh in the league. The difference in which Steph and Kyrie kind of move Steph to get his shot. Kyrie pretty much to do anything. What are your thoughts? I think they honestly might be one and two, for real. Like one A, one B, because like. Steph's handles are like tighter, you know what I'm saying? Like tighter, get to the to a spot. And Kyrie is really like, like big crosses, like all over the place. So it's tough. But if I had to choose one, I'll probably say Kyrie. Okay, how about clutch shots? Dame Lillard, Chris Paul. This is all coming from producer Tunde. CP3 a legend, bro. Well, I might go CP. And then the way he oh, came what? back this CP leading the NBA in clutch points this year. So Yeah. I uh, guess I gotta yeah, go with that. I guess yeah. Hey, right. On what? On what? For who clutch, get more uh, buckets? No, clutch shots. Clutch. No, not who get more buckets. Come on, we know who that is. But clutch, like clutch shots. So what's? I'm from Houston, Josh, and so I follow the Rockets. <clears throat> I've been really excited about you know James and Russ. CP3 leaving, like that was, it wasn't easy for us to process. What have you noticed that has been different with OKC? Do you think it's because it's like a lot of young guys that have no choice? You know, minus Steven Adams and a couple like Danilo Gallo, you know, but a lot of young guys that are like, okay, he has so much basketball knowledge. We're just going to ride with it. Or what What has been the difference? I think CP is, you know, the one of the best vets in the league. I think that he's a great leader. I think that Thunder team already had a lot of talent, but they didn't really have like a uh, alpha, like a all the way alpha. And Chris Paul's like that in a mm-hmm. nutshell. So I think once he got there and started giving him a little bit more culture, you know, to their probably their work ethic, their practices, because he's intense 24 7. So I think that's one of the things they needed. And he's playing, Great. he's playing like yeah. elite, elite basketball. So put those two things together, I think he'd be dangerous. Yeah, that, and then he got a young buck right after him, SGA. Right. Right? That boy, Cole. SGA. Nice. Yeah. His nice. TikToks are funny, too. <laughs> right, right. That's funny. Yo, okay, so let's move on to fast break buckets. We all know where you're going to go here. Ben Simmons or Giannis Antetokounmpo? I'm going, ah, wow, that's wow. a tough question. I go on my teammate, Ben. Oh, I'm going big Ben. All day. Right, another day. I'm going Ben. So, so how is it playing with Ben when he's like in the open floor like that? Because it's not just his like buckets where he it's just lasers in on the hoop. It's his passes too. He'll be like, Bop. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it's fast, man. Because if you're not on your horse, you you're just gonna get left <laughs> get out the left play. Yeah. <laughs> so you gonna be back there watching, like, oh, good shot, boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> with me. You know, that was my biggest thing when I got here. You know, in the team scrimmage, he was like, all right, I'm gonna need you out with me this season after the first few games. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you got to keep your hands ready at all times. And what about defensively? Because I've always said Ben, too, like, he was my runner-up, like, number two in Defensive Player of the Year for a long time just because I think he's led the league or is still leading the league in steals this year. Still does. Easy points. Yeah, and he's disruptive. And mm-hmm. uh, for our defense, you know, I'm, I usually take the point guard or the, you know, point of attack and just let Ben be hectic behind it. And you got Joel in the paint. That's like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a tough matchup. You got Al, you got Tobias, you got guys off the bench who are disruptive. But, you know, when Ben's locked in and, and I've seen him, like, change entire games with his intensity mm. when you, you, you see him rev it up. So when he starts doing that, you got no choice but to come with him, honestly. And I want to lean into this because, like, it was a big moment for you guys to go back to Toronto. Um, I know you weren't on the squad then, but, like, how was it, the feels then, and just competing? Because, like, you could just sense it. Yeah. It was, I can already tell, like, that's a big that – that was a huge game for him when we got up there. But I felt like everybody was way locked in. Like, we need this one. We need this one. And, you know, it's, it's you can still kind of feel, like, the shockwaves from that shot in Philly. Man. You know, like it's, I don't know. That's one of those things. I don't think it would that go away. That shit hurt. That was a crazy shot. That was a crazy shot. That's the best, that's the greatest, you know, buzzer beat I've ever seen in my life, ever. That's, that's the best playoffs I've ever seen somebody play that's in my like life. That's like a movie, yeah, bro. That's a yeah. real life that movie. That shit was a movie. I'm like, like you see on the movie, like, that's around fake? the movie. That was six men. Yeah. Man, <laughs> 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 I remember her. He came in, that's so funny. 
Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. But you know what I'm I'm interested in, you know, because I know things are tough, but things are yin and yang. What do you what what is the difference like, you know, with y'all being at home and then y'all being on the road? Like things are so night and day with y'all. What like what do you feel um, that, you know, that kind of is like what's the difference between being at home and being on the road for y'all that makes it so challenging? I don't really know. If I knew, I think we would have figured it out by now, to be honest yeah. with you. Mm. <laughs> but well, because maybe what you think it is is somebody else thinks it's somebody. It's not something else. You know what I mean? So it's our perspective, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's new team. Mm-hmm. A lot, a few of our key pieces are new. Mm-hmm. Trying, still trying not to step on nobody's toes. Got to. I think we started getting over that as the season mm-hmm. went right. on. But mm-hmm. I don't know. First year together. I, th- mm-hmm. I hope. Hopefully, we can keep figuring it out, and fixing it. But. Yeah. It sucks. I ain't gonna lie to you. It sucks. <laughs> well, oh, speaking of new pieces and old pieces, followed you since Tennessee days, Vol days. Hey, and what are you? Are you a 93-er or a 94? How young are you? 93. You're a 93. I'm a 92. So Tobias and I were the same McDonald's class. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And so tell me, um, you know, now playing with Tobias again, how has it been? And also, if there's anything you can share about those Tennessee days, you know, where you guys used to have fun because you guys stayed in school, which is cool um, before you transitioned. Well, Tobias, when I was getting to Tennessee, Tobias was leaving for the draft. So I only really got, he was on campus for like probably two months before ah. when I was there. So I knew him a little bit or whatever. He took me out to dinner. Actually, I was 17 and he like showed me the ropes a little bit, like talked to me about college and school and everything because I was, I was pretty curious, but when, as soon as I got traded to Philly, he FaceTimed me and was like, yo, so yeah. it was dope to yeah. be able to have that connection. But uh, oh. Oh, it was fun to play with him. He's aggressive. He's he's a good leader. I've been yeah. seeing him, like, grow as a leader as the yeah, season's been going sure. on. So that's dope to watch. And, um, you know, after there, you were in Miami. And I'm sure that that culture, like, you, you actually fell into two really crazy basketball cultures. Yeah. Miami and then Philly. Now, we yeah. talked a little Philly, but how about Miami being a part of that process of its own? I know D. Wade was transitioning out, obviously, and yeah. you had a, and like, you even look at this Miami team now, like, clearly there was a foundation of something happening. And then, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the Jimmy Butler trade that sends you out, but like, how was the city of Miami? How did it help, you know, grow you as a player? Yeah. Um, first of all, you know, I love Miami so much. You know, I, my time there was like, it was dope, but, uh, when I was a rookie, I was, they told me that it was going to be like developmental role all year. So I wasn't even like, whatever, like I was prepared to be scout team all year and just like work on my game or whatever. But there it's like every year a rookie or like a new guy gets just thrown in the fire because of either injuries or something happens. And my rookie year, that was me. And mm-hmm. it was just cool to be able to like fall into a culture that really puts emphasis on defense, on effort. Yeah. on the, the stuff that, you know, I am good at. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, it just kind of grew, you know. But yeah. I'm not going to lie, my second game actually playing stuff gave me 40. So <laughs> we will talk about that. But <laughs> We've all been there. Everybody's been there. Welcome to the NBA. Yeah. Damn. That was Tamika Catchings for me, my second <clears throat> game. Shout out to her. Tamika? She's the Hall of Fame. Ooh, yes. Man. Sick. Wow. What about the culture of Miami? Like, what do you enjoy? I mean, obviously, Man, I actually went to Miami, Miami for the first time this past year for the Super Bowl. That was your like, first time? For the first time? Was, yeah, I know. Oh, shit. I didn't realize I know. that was the first time. I know. So what about the <clears throat> off the court? How was Miami life? Man, because well, I'll be there for I, four I days. Know I, and I, know, I know. Yeah, can <laughs> I really need to explain that? Here's the thing, man, from the league. <laughs> right. Come on, man. That's a setup. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's it's dope. It's the best city. We'll say that it's my favorite city. Like, I mean, going from Tennessee to Miami, it ain't the best. City. I wouldn't live right. there, but I like it's living. I like I like visiting. Man, we we here. In LA, we you here. Just you, just, you just can't okay. get lost in the sauce. That's all. Okay, be- better yeah. question. Did you sense a Miami effect when people came and played y'all? Yeah, everything uh, for sale in Miami. The six man. Yeah, <laughs> everything's for sale in Miami. <laughs> You'll buy anything you want out there. Yeah. Everything must go. Maybe yeah. even you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even you. <laughs> oh, okay, man. That's what's up. Respect for that preference. What about what are any stories from like your practice time down there? I heard there? y'all go crazy in practice. Like, 
Y'all work yeah. hard. Spolstra yeah. got him out there. Before every season, before every season, we got the crazy conditioning test. Yeah, I bet you know about that. Oh, we heard about it. Was it James? He didn't make it this year. Was it? Remember? I mean, I'm that's not doing. That's the Pat Riley. That's I, Pat I'm Riley, not right? Doing nothing out there, but <laughs> James it's a Johnson, tough I test. I a black run. belt. I'll say, all right, you good, James? I don't want no smoke. Fifth, fifth degree black belt. <laughs> fifth degree Thank you. black belt. I seen him kick a ball off the rim. <laughs> what? Yeah, he what? can he can jump up and kick a basketball off of the rim. Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> I swear. Well, it's the craziest get stuck. thing. That nigga be extra and shit. <laughs> you know it's when a, a ball gets stuck? <laughs> well, I got it. He did that one time, a couple times in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's I crazy. But, like, honestly, that culture down there, like, I don't think everybody can play in that. You know, because we was, like, killing each other every day in practice and the, the end of the season almost. Like, but, I mean, to each his own. It's, it was dope to see, like, people's transformations because they put, like, they weigh your body fat. Every week, oh, you know, wow. they, they walking and they measuring it. And like, I seen Kelly Olenek come from Boston in like a month and a half, he lost like 40 pounds. And I was like, Yo, yeah, James Johnson did the same like thing. Like, yeah, you really see man. it, man. I, it's crazy to hear that because Nick, you remember you said when you went to Golden State, the culture that you was like. They wasn't running nobody into the ground and shit. It was just that's that Pat. That's that damn Byron Scott shit I told him about. He got that from Pat Riley. Yeah, I mean, he was man. running us every. Oh man, I hated that. <laughs> Towards the end of the season, he was running still. Yeah, yeah, really? Hell yeah! Yeah, you lose, you get blew out. Last ten games of the year, you still running. That's crazy. Gotta have it. See, that's very rare. For certain places, there's only, let's see, maybe one team in the W, Minnesota, that like goes hard, hard. I remember my first practice when I got drafted to the Connecticut Sun, he was like punishing us. He was like, all right, do a down and back. Y'all team lost. So, you know, I'm a rookie. So I'm like, all right, I win this. (laughs) My vet, my vet, I turn around. She's like, F this, like started walking back, went to the water cooler. She's like, nah, nah, nah. And I was like, that's not what people don't realize is it's not normal to work out like that as a team right. in the pros. You do it by yourself when you're training to be ready for practice, whatever that may be. But like, that is a rare type of thing happening in Miami. Right. Mm-hmm. See, Miami, you don't know if you're going to make the playoffs or not, you know. <laughs> Y'all did. Man. But it's but it was like, what, scrappy. eight, seven? Yeah, yeah it's it's scrappy. scrappy. It was a scrappy, scrappy. scrappy. Y'all see? But yeah. that's how Spo is though, because yeah. you know Spo like started as a video came from guy. The video, yeah, he came from like a head. Yeah. Yeah. Spo yeah. is like he's he's super like I really got along with him well because he's a, like real scrappy, real like yeah, so feisty. Got a huge chip on his shoulder. So and yeah, that's he likes your style of play. Yeah, yeah, he likes your style of play for sure. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, I see. But it's just, it's 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 crazy. See, like, and then I was a you know you guys defensive minded. But in, in Philly, not getting ran like that, and y'all like a top five defensive team. You like, you know, you just have the pieces and the tools and stuff. So I guess I see this kind of preference in each zone. Cause and then you're expected, you know, like a team like Philly to go deep, you know, into the season, you know, and go, yeah. you know, far. So then you're kind of like trying to be mindful of that, you know. Yeah. So I, I get that, you know, but damn, damn, I ain't trying to do all that running. So how- <laughs> how is it though, um, in Philly? Cause obviously you've got a lot of characters there and it's got to be fun like you finish the game and you go to social media like oh there he go there goes joel <laughs> there's joe <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. he's joe is funny and and it's yeah. you know it's kind of weird for me moving here because it was kind of a rivalry when i was in yeah, miami like right it like was we didn't like philly and philly didn't like us ain't like and either, so, so sometimes when i would like walk in the locker room i'd be like yo it's so weird that i'm walking in here right now because like i really used to want to slap every one of y'all like, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's cool now like to be able to see how they interact and see like joel planning out his his social media posts and like <laughs> just yeah, oh, Tobias, Tobias looking at his fits and everything every day, all that. Yeah. Tobias think he can dress? Oh. Tobias thinks he's fresh. <laughs> Tobias is fresh, though. He got some nice fits out there. Very vintage. He's like super classic, yeah. you know, simple vintage. Yeah. Nick, what are your thoughts? You know Nick judges. Swag you know he's the king of this. No, I just wanted to know, do he really think he dressed? Like, did he get 
get up in the morning. He, he dressed. He dressed. He dressed for like all the planes for like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tobias be dressing. What with all those characters? Is there any moment that has stood out to you, whether in the locker room, just like when you're like, oh snap, like some behind the scenes kind of moment between y'all this season? Uh, we went to the movies. Uh, where was we at? We went to see Captain Marvel. Oh, dope. I think we was in like Detroit or something. You know, one of the cities where it ain't really nothing to do. <laughs> and we was just the whole time I was just crying I sat next to Ben and uh, probably one of the rooks in the movie theater mm-hmm. and it was just like jokes like constant jokes time. in the car ride there in the theater in the car ride mm-hmm. back and that was like my first real like time I hung out with the team and it was like these guys are crazy That's <laughs> I'm sure just That's jokes and, and, and then you flip the switch and then on the court you guys are so so talented Mm-hmm. Which is probably what drives Sharon is crazy, especially on the road, because it's like, come I mean, on, I'm guys. Man. I'm like, nigga, y'all way better than these niggas. Damn, what the fuck? I'm mad. <laughs> we be saying that on the court, like, yo, we not supposed to be losing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. man. What yeah. do you think will t- help take you guys to the next level, that next step? Because mm. honestly, you know, I work for ESPN. I had y'all coming out the East. I'm like, okay, they too. talented. Still we're do, still, man. still coming out there. Yeah, man, still do. Okay, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm just my bad, saying, my bad, my bad. you guys, I wanted you guys number one. It's all about home court advantage for yeah, me, man, okay? Um, but I feel that. Regardless, I had you guys number one. I still think you guys have what it takes. What do you think will really help y'all additionally, though? Um, I think our communication is a, is a big mm. thing. Um, I think we, I think people don't realize how much of the game is like how you talk oh, to yeah. each other, how you interact, how you play together. And like when you get on the road and it gets loud and hostile and it's only y'all there, I think that's when we really got to like hold up and start playing like more together, playing more like uh, for each other. I think there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of teams out there that could be a lot better, mm. but it's just a transitioning factor. But I think ours is just because it's our first year. Right. Yeah. So right. I think it's, we, it's not easy. It's like yeah. growing pains. Yeah. Oh, true. Um, and um, you, how did, how did you feel? Because I feel like you do a lot of, um, unless I'm mistaken, you know, you're doing a lot more ball handling here in Philly than you did in Miami. Like when Ben's out, it's, it seems like you're kind of at the helm, like running that, running the offense. How like how's that adjustment been for you? If, if yeah. um, I mean, I played point in Miami too. Like, my rookie year, I was a backup point guard. And then throughout my time, I would sprinkle it in. But, you know, I don't got a problem with it. I like having the ball in my hands because it gets me in a rhythm. Right, right, right. I'm good at, like, communicating stuff to people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter where I'm playing at, honestly. Just remembering to be aggressive and not just – yeah, uh, trying to get guys in their spots all the time is different. Yeah, it's you can see the difference when you turn that switch on because it'll be nice. You go up for thirty and stuff, and then there's nice <laughs> where you like you know you feel like you don't want to step on toes. But I see oh, it. Oh, for That's sure. Because yeah. like if JoJo was out, it's like okay, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ain't no toes to step on now. It's, like, it's not even like that. It's like okay, he's out. Okay, I gotta step up. Right, right, right. yeah. Me, you, you, we gotta like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just let the guy come. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. I feel So it. you have a lot of young vets on Philly, but when you were in Miami, you had D Wade. You were there for his last year, right? That was his like uh my rookie year was when he was there before he went to Chicago. Right. So it was like me, him, Lou Aldang, Amari Stoudemire, oh, snap. Joe Johnson. Vet we vets. Was, yeah. Damn. Super vets. <laughs> Super vets. They did that running too? You said the super. Fans. I mean, they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Amari was right. <laughs> little slight jog, a slight jog. You know how that goes. Did you? What did you learn from those guys? I'm sure, like you know, towards the end of the career, those guys just start talking, like getting in your ear <laughs> in the locker room. Hey, young what did you learn from them? <laughs> young Phil. What? Uh, <laughs> a lot. You know, my biggest thing I learned from that team was like how to approach the game and how to like really take care of yourself because I didn't know. Like me and Justice got there as rookies. We didn't know left from right for real. And like my vet was Luol and he taught me a lot. Chris Bosh taught me a lot. Like he would sit me down and watch film with me and just because the NBA moves a lot different than any other league. So it's like you really got to start figuring out. How so? Can you explain that? How it moves different? Yeah. Well, in college, like, I was pretty much, like, 
okay, if I go a million miles an hour the whole game, something good's going to happen. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, yeah. that was my thing. And when I got to the NBA, it was like, okay, you got to pick your spots down. here. You got to yeah, pick yeah. your spots here. Like, mm-hmm. And then they got sets that every team calls. Like, you hear Chin, you know exactly what's coming. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. What the hell is Chin? You know what I'm saying? Like, floppy, just just oh, yeah. certain, certain plays that you'll be seeing every night and certain just ways that I need to be moving was, was a big mm-hmm. thing that I learned. Growing up, you played football? Yeah. Yeah, you considered yourself better at football than basketball when you was growing up? Yeah. What position did you play? Uh, I played receiver and safety. Same. Same. Okay, nice. What, when you were growing you up, did you look? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Did you have looks? A few. Yeah, yeah. Well, like where? Yeah. Uh, my biggest look was probably Oklahoma State. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Solid, for sure. That's yeah. how, yeah, that's how I was. I played receiver and quarterback. That's why I was asking. Who was your favorite football team? Uh, Texas. Your college, Texas was your favorite? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Professional, the, yeah. the Ravens. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, nah. Funny okay. story. Like, well, I'm from everybody like quarterbacks. Cowboys. Yeah. So, like, I'm from Oklahoma City. Everybody's a Cowboys fan. Right. Oh, okay. When I was little, my pops gave me a blanket with the Ravens on it. It was like a Baltimore. Uh, it's, it's so funny. I was like, okay. this is my squad. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> These are my guys. <laughs> Oh man, so you geeked right now. You got Lamar on there, so you geeked. Yeah, we go. Uh, don't let us get AB either. It's over. Uh, oh, you think that's a possibility? Yeah. Anything. You think he'll right be now. back in the league? Hell if he were Baltimore, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Antonio Brown's too good, though. Honestly, it's kind of, he's like, too he good to too good. not be to not be in the NFL. So it's been really interesting watching D Wade transition um, to broadcasting. And when when you were in Miami, I know he was sort of planting those seeds. But that final year, how do you think he sort of left his mark before he tapped out? Because a lot of us don't get to see like the behind the scenes on our podcast before we had JaVale McGee. And JaVale was like, I don't know if you saw when JaVale did his jersey swap with Zion, Josh. Like he he got that from D Wade from like getting all his, you know, jerseys. So there have been so many like behind the scenes stories between you know, the legacies of these guys before they finish. Is there any special moment you had with D Wade that you're like, okay, like this is this is who he is. This is the future Hall of Famer. With me personally, probably off the court. Like, uh, I mean, he took me to dinner a few times, just sat me down and talked to me about a lot of stuff. And even the first time before I went to Chicago, he sat me justice down and really told us like, you know, it's our ship. Like, we really got to step up because he's not going to be there as a safety net anymore. But a, a cool moment for me was when he was doing all the jersey swaps and we had just played the Hawks. And, uh, you know, Kevin Huerter from the Hawks. And he didn't know anything about this, whatever. But, you know, D Wade knew he was like his favorite player. And so D Wade like went up to him after the game and grabbed him and was like, yo, like, I want to swap jerseys with you. And, that was a dope moment to, to win. Oh. I was like, that's D-Wade. You know, our producer thinks that primetime D-Wade was the best <laughs> shooting guard besides MJ. Besides MJ, he says, D-Wade in his prime was the best. Like, in his prime prime. Like, you know, during that stint. I was like, D-Wade oh, tough to beat. I mean, man. he still got Bean over there, but, you know. That, that's 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 what we say, but you know, <laughs> he, he got him in front of him in his prime. It's honestly, okay. like, it's pretty close, though. It is. Oh, it is. Man. It's closer than what people would think to me, but man, it's not. Right. Don't say well, it's not. Up. All right, man. <laughs> hey Nick, come uh, on, man. How much time you got left, man? We- <laughs> 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 oh man, that's hilarious. Hey man, you um, you know how they said that the MJ documentary is getting uh, you know, pushed up, you know, coming out uh, earlier. You yeah, think, we need that. You you think MJ the greatest player of all time? Yeah. God, you said that too quick for me, but all right, cool. Because yeah. <laughs> I always nah. say, yeah, like, he nah, played nah, for 12 it, years and he got six rings. I mean, that's cool. I feel it. I feel he it. He played it. for 12 years and got six rings. You know, I don't I don't hear it. that often. Like, the way that logic goes, that is kind of crazy. That's a ring that's every like, other year. That's like, that's like just, Bill Russell, was it thing, 12, 11? Right. So, like, with that argument, you know, like, whatever. I don't know. I just. He played for 12 years and he's top five all time scoring. Yeah, no, I mean, that's no, he's great. Obviously, he's he's one of the goats. I for me, I don't like also choosing one person to be the best ever. I don't like that because of different eras and shit. Understand. Also, like 
I mean, he did like his team was deep, and he had one of the greatest coaches of all time too. So it's not just but like, like but individually. I just don't. I don't. I think there's different eras. It was a big man league. It was a it big was. man league. It was a big man league. Yep. It was a big man league. I like it when people of our generation say that MJ's the best because you are currently uh, in the time when you're playing with LeBron. You know what I mean? But I, I think mean, so it's like Le- LeBron is like it's like programming to say that though. Yeah, I think the world is programming, programming to, to say, say what? MJ's the best. To say MJ's the best because that's all you hear. Like you never heard like, ESPN yeah, not put MJ first. It's like automatic. Like I never mm-hmm. seen no yeah. network, nobody ever say he's not. Nobody. Well, that's because that. think about whole, the demographics yeah. of who's talking to the basketball fans They're forever older. on ESPN. They're older. Yeah, which is why we got to come at their necks. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But yep. in the league, because you you being a defender and seeing all types of guys like Kawhi, like LeBron, even Giannis. How do you equate all of that, like being on the other end of that? I mean, it's tough. I mean, especially like the the talent of an average player today in the NBA is like super high. So like when you're playing against LeBron, it's like, oh man, like you just try to figure out ways to contain guys like that. Like Giannis, is, is he's going to get his, but like you got to really try to keep everybody else out. Stop every, yeah, stop everybody. Put everybody but, else in check. Yeah. Who you're a defender? I mean, who is like? Well, just first question I'll ask. You know, I like asking this is, you know, everybody always asks who is the toughest to defend, and you are a defender, so I do want to ask that. But before you answer that, as a like as a player who 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 gets a bucket, who is one of the toughest people to guard? Who is one of the toughest defenders you went against? Like defending you, I say Tony Allen. Everyone right. says Tony I'm Allen. I'm that boy gonna get a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got an interesting story about Tony Allen. Go ahead. Slightly embarrassing, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're here for. My second year, we're playing Memphis in a in a back-to-back. We played Memphis twice. We played them in Memphis one day and in Miami the next day, which was beyond me, but whatever. So we're, we beat them in Memphis the day before. I was balling. I had like 24. I hit a little through the leg, step back on TA. I was like, okay, I'm feeling myself. So the next day, they come to Miami. I start getting off again a little bit. I got like like 13 before halftime. And in the second half, I hit a shot, and I'm running down the court, and T.A. run next to me and go, young fella, I bet you $100 you don't score again for the rest of the game. I'm like, bet, nigga. Like, bet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, looked up at the score sheet after the game. I was $100 down. <laughs> I was like, damn, I can't believe this. <laughs> and then, like, something crazy. Like, I, I came to make, like, a one-handed, like, over the head pass super quick. He just like stuck his hand up and caught it. Club. And I was like, no way. Yes. This dude is first team. First team. <laughs> that Dang. was yeah. We've all been there. Tony, man. It's, I feel like a lot of people going, that name's going to pop up a lot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That, that boy's tough. All right. Now, since you are a defender, I'll ask you since being a defender, who is the toughest to guard? In my, in my position, uh, James. I'll say toughest James. Toughest to guard, James? Yeah. Yeah. Just because he's like that boy is strong, man. He's two forty. He get a, yeah. he get away with all the push offs and everything. Yeah, like he, he, yeah. he yeah. Like they, he can pretty much do anything, honestly. Like can't touch and the step it. back yeah. is unguardable. Mm-hmm. And he's learned like to step back and like jump forward when he shoots. Right. So it's really tough to like <laughs> yeah. run up on a step back and like kind of contest to the yeah. side. And he's like, nah, yeah. he's He's one of the best scorers I've seen. Okay, Sharonis, yo, we got Philly's own here, and we have to bring up the occasion because you were there ringing that bell. Now, did they get the win? I mean, I need y'all to work this out. This this why it was a great night. So, (laughs) you know, uh, the organization is super nice. You know, they accommodate me. They're very nice people. And I got to ring the bell the night Jimmy came back. You know, you guys are playing the heat this year, and y'all – Beat the oh, brakes off the ass I by like 40, damn man. You were game. killing. You had like 30. Had yeah, 32. bro. 32, yeah. You Yo, was I was killing. so bad. Coach took me out. I, I was like, Coach, I'm about to get 40, get 40. tonight. <laughs> Do not <laughs> On a former team, for I sure. I played a whole fourth quarter. I was no, so bro. You wasn't I wasn't, out there, bro. I wasn't mad, but. 
Nah, nah. Yeah, well, for sure he could have beat. And Jimmy had a bad game. I was loving it. We was booing it out every time he had the ball. Boo! I like Jimmy, but, you know, in the moment, was, you know, I was a fan. That was another moment I was like, yo, Philly's crazy. Oh, yeah, don't play. Every time play. he caught the ball, the whole crowd was like, bro! <laughs> I was like, I was for sure on the court. I was running out like, whoa. Yeah, but no, that was that was a great night for me. So I appreciate you for balling out and getting a win, especially blowing them out by like 40. I was, I was, I was geeked out. So was that was geeked. a good night for sure. I didn't hey. know you rung the bell. That's crazy. Yeah, I did. Run that. Yep. So I was geeked, man. Don't let yeah, him fool here. you. He be in his feelings all the time with your squad. So the yeah, best man. thing you can do Emotional for this stress. pod for us is to keep winning. Because then we you. can keep him happy. Keep I got you. Hopefully we get some games to win. I know, oh, exactly. Yeah, we part. come back, let's handle business, you know, but we'll see. Hopefully, we come back. All right, that's a wrap for this episode of Certified Buckets. Follow this pod exclusively on Spotify. How much does it cost? Free 99. Free 99. Make sure you mm-hmm. shoot your shot on social media at Certified Buckets, no vowels in the word buckets. Mm-hmm. Show us some love in the comments, in the DMs, whatever. Tweet us, we reply. Even though Nick was being shady, saying he was the only person on this podcast that's over 6'5 and can dunk. <laughs> Mind you, I'm only 6'2", okay, and I can still dunk. I don't know about Sharona, so we have to look to the archives for that. Man, I'll proof. who who wants to take the final shot today? And we're including our boy Josh Richardson here, so. Well, my my question to to Jay Rich is, uh, Trey said that by next year, he'll surpass Steph Curry and be the better shooter. Do you think that's possible? That's what he said in the year. That's (laughs) That's big words, right? Trey said it. His eyes, his eyes answer it. Steph? That's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said. Yeah. Steph Curry. I mean, Trey's like a little Steph though, kind of. That's what I said. But, you know, mini Steph. But he's not not super far off. But I mean, Trey shoots those shots though, to be honest with you. Like, he shoots from 30 feet. So, I mean. So, he's going to be a better shooter? I don't hate it. I mean, I can't say that. I can't say nobody's going to be a better shooter than Steph. That's a big big statement. But Trey definitely isn't far off. He's not. Nah, he's not. Real Mm. final shot. Your girl here watched Tiger King. Did you watch Tiger King, Josh? You know what happened in Oklahoma, where I'm from. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Have you ever been there? Have you ever seen Joe Exotic? Nah, I don't fool with that. I know know what it is, though. Yeah, okay. That's crazy. So you watched it, obviously. You ain't never been to that zoo? Nah, 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 nah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Nah. nah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, I would have been in there. That's like in the sticks, though. That's not where I'm from. That's yeah. That's way out. But yeah. I actually just started watching it like two days ago. So oh, okay, boom. Where you at in it? Uh, episode, I want to say three. Oh, yeah. It gets crazy, it's some crazy, bro. It's some crazy yeah. shit in there. Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they talk, they I don't think he's hit the spot Carol. yet, though. They, I, don't I don't think, think he's got to the part. Yeah, okay. what's the part? There's a there's a twist with the with the woman. There's a twist. There's like a whole okay. segment on her, but yeah, you'll see. Yeah. All right, Good. okay, Chanel, I'm proud of you for catching up. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Also, now you. I gotta catch up. Now you got yes, you, you got do. a lot of catching up to do, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna tweet y'all when I get all caught up on all my shows. All right, bet. You better. Yeah, all right, all right, bet. <laughs> Insecure and Tiger King. Tiger King. You got, you got a good got week it. ahead of you. Yeah. I got a busy week ahead of me. <laughs> I got to put the FIFA down for a little bit. For a little bit. <laughs> good Yo, do you, you do you play JoJo on FIFA sometimes? Man, we were supposed to play like a few times. It never happened. He be running. Oh man! It All is right. what you it is. Yeah, everybody don't want to play against the king, you know. Ah, <laughs> king of FIFA. All right, put it out Come there. Come at the king, you best not miss. You're right. right. Exactly. Oh. Josh, thank you, and we look forward to your Netflix reviews. All right, great. Thank y'all for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.